0: about like whether whether you, whether you'd bring uh, have children you know in this kind of a uh, environment Well, the environments definitely gotten worse more challenging well in high
1: school yeah and and the thing that you know that I struggled with and that I shared with you many times is that uh, maybe I didn't put it in this sense uh, but uh, you know a fewer times or whatever but you, you you think of it as bearing the child for the sole purpose of shackling his ankle or her ankle from from the time ah. of, of birth and and that's very disconcerting to me to consider that that I am doing something which in essence I'm the one who's going to affix the shackle to the ankle. Um now there's a lot of people would say well you know how do you feel like you're responsible well you know you feel responsible because you know you knew you know when you knew uh if I if I know that there's a road uh uh, there's a river that's risen and the road is out and i keep going at 70 miles an hour knowing uh, what i know i can only expect the outcome and that's the sense in which i i have that lamentation or that that lament is that you know that yeah. is the thing that is that emotionally occurs because if feels as if you're actually holding and yet you're going to you know uh, participate in exactly what it you know what you know to be the danger ahead and from that sense it's yeah. very it's very disheartening and very
0: troubling how do you think god plays into that if we're god's sons and uh, did he make? Does he make the same kind of decision every time one of us is born, or uh, you know, does he have that same kind of anguish?
1: Well, and see, my answer to that is is the answer that I believe would be his answer, and that is, this is the kingdom that he made for us. And the operation of it can be changed on a dime. Um, that is what's so frustrating is that uh, with you know um, with the advent of the knowledge and understanding of what your destruction is, or who is striking you, or you know knowing that the river has risen and uh, and having known that it has risen before why were not measures taken so as to provide a different route for the road number one or why were not measures taken so in that sense of that that question that you ask is that I sit there and I simply believe that this is his creation and his creation was designed and created for us and it in in as much as we are unable to comprehend and uh, understand fully how to implement and get it right. We're being led by the higher that who seek their own bellies, who seek, who really, frankly, do seek destruction of those um, that they believe that are beneath them, that are less educated, or you know whatever terminology you want to use, and so. So the fighter in you, the spirit of God, I believe in us, which is the spirit of truth, says, "No, I will not accept this. I will not accept this of an infinitely wise God. I will not accept this of a of an infinitely uh, profound creation. So therefore, I press toward the mark of His righteousness with all my being. And um, sadly." At times you think, you know, uh, would to God that I would have been able to have bred twenty children <laughs> who all could yeah. be you know <laughs> with that same fight, you know, with that same fight and with that same spirit, you know and and wow. so um so I believe I believe that is the answer and um, you know, if we're going to, fail to be able to to produce enough willed individuals and training them in the ways in which they shall go that is how you you know you right the ship and you defeat those whose designs are destruction upon you so and you could take but, that at any level you know you could take it go ahead
2: Where do our answers come from? I I got lots of, I got lots of questions. Can you hear me?
1: Yeah, I hear you. You got lots of
2: questions. Yeah, and and where do our answers come from? Good answers. I'm talking about. Who did we? Um, You
1: broke up a little bit. Who do we turn to we well we're we're to turn to our creator it should not be the natural thing we turn no. to if a child is troubled no. if a child is troubled or go ahead
2: well I think to reread something that we've read millions of times since Samuel 8 18 I'm, I'm skip all the all the stuff leading to then you will cry out in that day because of your king whom you have chosen for yourselves then it says comma but the Lord will not answer you in that day
1: well now that's really sad that,
2: <laughs> he wipe
1: that uh, you see, see Russell what you don't understand is that God what you don't understand is that God changed, and in the New Testament, He's a more loving God and a more compassionate God. Well, it doesn't make sense for me to say something so foolish like that, does it?
2: No, but
1: but that's what the church world has—that's what the church world taught us to believe, isn't it?
2: Yeah. Ha- have you ever heard a preacher say? clock can pray to your blue in the face and he's not going to hear it you're wasting your time yeah, no right <laughs>
1: but try as we might to have tried to say that to people in the past whom we have known you know you can you can proclaim a uh, Second Chronicles seven fourteen till you're blue in the face too, and maybe we should go back and look at that again. Oh,
2: but before you know, we do, let's, um, let's analyze. Let's analyze this. Being disobedience packed his ears with something. I mean, that's the that's the preface to what I just read. Learning that's correct. Is turning their uh, they turn from God Uh, okay in verse 7 chapter 8 and the Lord said to Samuel Samuel listen to the voice of the people in regard all that they say to you for they have not rejected you Samuel but they have rejected me from being king over them now jump ahead Jump ahead to 18, but the Lord will not answer you in that day. I mean, there's got to be some correlation there, doesn't there? I mean, why would, a, why would he? Listen, why would he not hear them cry out? They, they shot him the finger is what they did. I don't know if a bad way and, and
1: and And you put it in the parent-child relationship? and a parent tells the child do this do this do this do this do this do this and the child ignores and does not does not does not does not does not and then comes to you and says can i have the car
2: Uh, yeah exactly what it is
1: what do you what what do you do your ears are closed
0: i I remember
1: my dad I remember my dad's ears <laughs> being closed. Are you listening, Jeremiah? <laughs> Are you listening, Isaac? <laughs> no I, I don't remember hear, my I dad's don't dad. I remember you want to know something, Russell. You probably that? heard the same you probably heard the same thing. You went to your dad and asked him for something and there was deafening silence. <laughs> Did you ever have that experience?
2: Yeah. Yeah. And,
1: uh, yeah. <laughs> hey, Russell, hold on a sec. Ah, uh, see, Jeremiah, we were. Uh, anybody hear me yet? Videoism?
0: I hear you, yeah. The connection's not yeah. that great, but a little crackly, but it comes in. Yeah,
1: I well hear you. All right, can anybody hear me? Yeah. Yeah, I hear you. Uh, yes. you can you hear me, Isaac?
0: Yes, do you hear me? Um,
1: okay, all right, we got a connection issue here, and I'm working on it. Um, it just reconnected me, so are you all right? Everybody can hear everybody again. I heard. I heard. I hear
0: you. All right. Well, yeah, I heard, I, heard curious, the whole thing. I
1: remember. Oh, no. I remember one of those times when when I asked for something, and it was just flat out silence. And you found yourself sitting there going, "Answer me." <laughs> and and uh, and then you then you went from well is he gonna answer to me well to well should I leave and you know go to my room awkwardly back up or go find something <laughs> or go find something to do or what should I do. <laughs> and And think about God right there, right there, like that, when Israel did this to him and and they cry out, and he just don't hear, and there's this deafening silence, and you don't know what to do, you don't know whether to you know, go to the closet and find his best Sunday shoes and shine them up for him. You know, you don't know what to do. <laughs> oh, boy, that was, uh, I just had that come how to my about mind. This,
2: how, how about this phrase? I don't want to hear it. We've heard that before.
1: Oh, haven't? yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, and uh um you guys never heard those things from dad did you isaac uh, jeremiah
0: no that one no (laughs) no no not that (laughs) no not that oh okay i was i was pretty
1: good (laughs) uh no i was
2: pretty good
0: i heard an example
1: (laughs) You see, you see, Russell, what we got here. You see, he's playing the I was a good boy card, and he never had to get that kind of treatment. So the implication, no, the no implication obviously, Russell, is the implication, Russell, was that I obviously was a very bad boy.
2: <laughs>
0: just, you know, just misunderstood each other once in a while.
2: <laughs> third time.
1: No, but I mean... Go ahead, Russell,
2: sorry. No, I I I was just saying the third son can observe a lot of things. Learn to keep his mouth shut. (laughs) The first first son he really wants answers and wants them quick. Well, it is That's interesting the, the that you're talking
1: guard, right? about. Yeah, you know, it is interesting that you're talking about, um, you know, God hearing us and stuff, and and um, and you know, why should we expect our condition to improve? And um, you know, the answer is that the vast majority of thanking individuals, Christians, so-called, as well, is that the answer is, we really don't believe this God of this Bible. We really don't believe that when he says, I will not hear you, we don't really believe that he means that. And when he says that I'm going to let these calamities come upon you, we really don't believe that he means that. And when he tells us and forewarns us that the bridge is out because the river has risen and we ignore the warning, such as he said what these kings would do, and then why, why should he bother to speak and say anything more? Because the petulant child has determined he does not need instruction. So um, this is the sad reality is that we can read these words all we want and talk about them, but it's an entirely different manner to really talk about them in a manner in which that expresses our undying understanding that we do in fact believe them and believe him. And That's kind of where I was thinking maybe I might bring some thoughts tonight was about the kingdom of God. And that's another misunderstanding that the people have. If you can get them to believe that the kingdom of God is off in some future existence, then they will not engage the kingdom that actually exists for them. It's the I'll fly away, um, this ain't my world, this ain't my home, I'm just passing through, the prince of the air, the prince of this world, you know, on and on and on. So we actually come down
2: to. That works out well with the, the booger man too, doesn't it? You got the booger man, yeah. Who uh, he'll make you do bad stuff. And you got uh, you got the the group in that uh, you're just passing through. And what what is all this? It's ball chopping talk, isn't it? Chop yeah. your balls off, and you stand there, and you have no testosterone whatsoever. Just jump in the crowd. Like they're constantly whopping them up. New theories. <laughs> Remember Flip Wilson?
1: yeah the devil made me do it. Yeah, the devil you know, made me
2: daughter, do it. That's hilarious, isn't it? But how many million people say that exact same thing? And so-called Christian people. I don't know what came over me. The devil made me do it. I've probably said it myself. It makes for a great excuse, doesn't it? It's in my world. I'm through. I'm on the way to glory. This is y'all's problem.
1: House is not my house. Let's uh let's flip over to Matthew chapter five and let's just start there I guess and and uh put our thoughts on on the kingdom. And it goes to the issue of the answer that I gave Isaac a little earlier. In in light of the, you know the the down uh, trodden spirit, the um, you know the lamentations that, that we kind of began the fellowship with, um, because you know we can unpack this here. It's, it's called Chapter Five of Matthew is often referred to as the Beatitudes. Um, it's the Sermon on the Mount. And um, there's some interesting things that, that we need to, you know, learn about it and unpack from it, if you will. Um, he begins, seeing the multitudes there at one, it says, he went up to a mountain when he was set, his disciples came unto him, and he opened his mouth and taught them, and taught them, saying, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. All right, so let's stop there. So, in other words, those that are poor in spirit, yeah, those that are poor in spirit, the kingdom of heaven is there for them because their spirit is cast down. So, therefore, That kingdom of heaven is that which brings their spirit high again and brings them no longer poor in spirit. Blessed are they that mourn, for they shall be comforted. When we mourn by understanding the kingdom of heaven and the access to it that he's going to share with them, they will no longer have mourning. They will have rejoicing and great joy. Blessed are the meek, and that word meek is not the same word meek as we would think of it today, for they shall inherit the earth. I should probably look that up now that I open my mouth. I'm trying to remember in my mind as soon as I said that, what exactly that word meek was there. Humility. Joel, Russell. Humility. Humility. Yeah. So, in other
0: words, verse? those that are
1: humble. Uh, chapter five, five. Yeah. Blessed
0: are the humble. Uh, yeah. Blessed are yeah, the mine those. Them. Go ahead. Which verse has uh, meek?
1: Chapter five, uh, verse five. Blessed are the meek.
0: Is the King James. All right, so uh, New American Standard is blessed are the gentle, for they shall inherit the earth. Okay, and that doesn't really tell us anything either, does it? You know, um, and so the the real
1: yeah, the real the the word there is. um, uh, Let me get it here. Um, Take me just a few seconds here to get the. Strong's um, uh, number 4239, and uh, from a primary word of 4235, uh, uh, meekness toward God is that disposition of spirit in which we accept his dealings with us as good. Okay? So the whole proposition of the word meek is that we think of that and ought to think of that in terms of God's righteousness, you see, and everything that he does towards us is, is, is righteousness, even though we may not see it that way, just like the child does not see the righteousness in the punishment, because it feels miserable for a time. But later on, when his senses are trained, he understands uh, that it was meant for good. and therefore the pain yeah. is no no longer the memory. The memory is now the goodness that it brought on. makes sense?
2: Do you, do, you, do you remember Pastor Peter's last sermon? He elaborated on that, and this was sort of—he was sort of preaching his own funeral, Branson. And he said, um, "You know, he's trying to teach us to rejoice in all things." He said, "I've never had a bad thing happen to me," and the context of the message was just what you just said—is you accept you accept responsibility you understand that that it's all all these things happen for a reason it was God's plan and you're not so smart as you think you are Amen.
0: yeah and, and,
1: You know, um, this thought occurred to me, and I think this is a thought that we should always keep in the frontlets of our mind. If you were to go into a bookstore, a Christian bookstore, and you would look at the titles, you would find about 90-plus percentage of those titles of those books would be geared toward self or an individual. So let me explain. So, in other words, how to have a better relationship with God, how to find deeper um, uh, grace within you. Uh, you you following me, you guys?
2: Yep. Yeah.
0: Those
1: those would be those would be the titles of the book. Now, when you think of what Christ is conveying to the people here, you see what he's saying is look at the bigger picture. The bigger picture is not you so much as it is God in you, and so much as it is God who desires for you the very things that he's speaking about here. Does that make sense?
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: So when we when we take each one of these things that he says, and we look at them with a new heart and new eyes about what it is that we see and read and and how it comes across to us, then it no longer should be about us. It should be about him. And so, you know, in, in unpacking this sermon on the mount. Which has, which, which has everything to do with his kingdom, which is what we're going to get at. Um, therefore, we would have a totally different viewpoint. Go ahead, Russell.
2: You, you struck a nerve. And as you were starting to read this, you know, I, I can remember many years ago, probably 40 years ago, asking the question, why do they call it Beatitudes? And it was told to me, that's the attitude you should be. And what you're describing here, when we read this, is adjusting your attitude, a different way to see things, and then when you see things in the proper perspective, you get a blessing, don't you? I do.
1: Uh, yeah, yeah, and, and just go back to, th- yeah, so go back to three, basically you say, okay, so what he's saying to you is those that have the kingdom of heaven, because it says for theirs is the kingdom of heaven, well, who who is a person who is about or has the kingdom of heaven? It's one that's poor in spirit. Who sees the destruction? Who sees the oppression? Go ahead.
2: Yeah, you you got it. I think of somebody that's hungry for the word. They know they're lacking. See, it's it's all about... Go ahead reiterate when you come to that mindset or that consciousness then you get blessed it's it's no different than when you were talking about the the children being deaf dumb blind Jesus said no 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 their parents didn't do anything these things were put here so that you might see God magnified. That's a, that's a change of attitude
0: right
2: there, isn't it? Yeah. And in the same sense the
1: parent child Yeah, in in the yeah. same sense the parent child relationship, you look at verse 3 and you say the child is poor in spirit when he comes to the parent and needs instruction doesn't he he's poor in spirit but once he receives the instruction he's got new access to the kingdom doesn't he Uh
2: uh-huh
1: and all that the kingdom provides
2: i mean wouldn't you say poor is the same thing as lacking or needing And and being yeah. in a state, yeah, that's, where you, yeah, right. you you understand you need you need you need some power, and that power in the spirit. Recognizing that that need, you're blessed.
1: Blessed are they which do hunger and thirst after righteousness, for they shall be filled. Blessed are the merciful, for they shall obtain mercy. These are all godly attributes. when when we go about our daily lives, being merciful does not mean that we uh, are willing to allow criminals to, Uh, pursue criminal behavior against us. That is not what that means at all. And in the same fashion, the very wrangling that's going on over borders and everything else is what we're really talking about is lawlessness. We're talking about the lack of the, the credentials that are necessary for you to have access to the kingdom. But those that are trying to shut the kingdom off to you, they want you to have all the credentials which prevent you from having the access to the kingdom. So if Christ teaches us that the kingdom of heaven is at hand, and he teaches us, well I just took uh, uh, made a few notes. I said, he teaches us the kingdom of heaven is at hand. He teaches us the contrite to be contrite of heart and spirit. those with that contrite of heart and spirit would have the kingdom. He told us, well, I should continue uh, and, and then I'll lay him out maybe. Uh, Blessed, uh, well, let's just go back up. Blessed are the merciful, for they should obtain mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called the children of God. This is another one of those defining things. Who are the peacemakers? And it says that they shall be called the children of God. Well, who are the people on the uh, on the face of the creation and the kingdom today that are the peacemakers? Blessed are they which were oh, persecuted of, for righteousness' sake.
2: Yeah, I can think of a peacemaker. I said I can think of a peacemaker Is the person that when there's a mass shooting, pulls out his gun and kills the man doing the shooting. That's
1: instant peace, isn't it? Amen. It is. And so, so, so like let's unpack like it. Them. So like what, them. so, right, you see, when we unpack that verse right there, it says um, that if you want to be called a child of God, you need to be a peacemaker. If you want to be a child of God and see God, in verse 8, then you must be pure in heart. You see, you see what, what it says. Blessed are they which are persecuted for righteousness' sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. If you want to be and have access to the kingdom of heaven, you can expect to be persecuted for righteousness' sake. Blessed are they when men revile you and persecute you and say all manner of evil against you falsely for my sake. Rejoice and be exceeding glad, for great is your reward in heaven. For so persecuted they the prophets which were before you. So, If you know that the prophets were persecuted, how do you expect that you would escape the persecution that the prophets got? And that's a unique way of looking at it. And so if you expect to be persecuted, then you can't expect changing or making change for righteousness' sake to be pleasing to all people. It will be displeasing to those who do not want the rule of God to reign. 13, he says, you are the salt of the earth, but if the salt has lost its savor, wherewith can it be salted? Is it not therefore good for nothing but to be cast out and to be trodden under the foot of men? You're the light of the world. A city that sets on a hill cannot be hid. Neither do men light a candle and put it under a bushel, but they put it on a candlestick and it gives light unto all that are in the house. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. Back to the parent-child situation relationship. What father does not want the child to glorify the father and the mother? So why would we find it be some strange phenomenon that God would want us to do likewise um, that we would glorify our Father in heaven? How do we glorify our Father in heaven when we participate with the works of, of wickedness and we allow the works of wickedness to prevail in the kingdom. If we are to be members of the kingdom, and it is His kingdom, we learn from the scriptures that He tells us that as see this is this goes back to the last two uh, uh, fellowships uh, dealing with this um, uh, period of time called Christmas and so forth, because. When we learn in the Gospel of Luke that he was to reign over the kingdom forever and the entire dominion was to rest upon his shoulders and the government of his dominion was going to rule, then that's the bigger part of the whole story of the birth. And so in that, if he's ruling over the dominion, isn't it somewhat blasphemous to say that our God is God, and he has risen and defeated death, and he still reigns over his kingdom, and yet we will not have him reign over us. We would be just like those who would not have him reign over us, who he sought and scheduled and slated for destruction in Jerusalem. So, think not, he says, verse 17, that I am come to destroy the law or the prophets. I'm not come to destroy but to fulfill. I am the law and the prophets, so says God himself. From the beginning, the word was, and the word was with God, John 1.1. And the word was made flesh. You see, he's fulfilling that he is what early I say unto you, till heaven and earth shall pass. Has heaven and earth passed? To my knowledge, neither heaven nor earth has passed. Therefore, not one jot nor one tittle shall in any wise pass from the law till all be fulfilled. Whoso therefore shall break one of these least commandments and shall teach men so, he shall be called least in the kingdom of heaven. If you want to be least in the kingdom of heaven, then you should teach others to break the least of the commandments. And if you wish to be great in the kingdom of heaven, you shall do and teach those commandments. So when I look at America, I say we're not very great in the kingdom anymore because there are those who have risen above us who teach us to break the least of these commandments And the way they do that first is by telling us that God has no place but in the church house or in the four walls of your home. So I want to be great in the kingdom of heaven, and I'm sure you will do, that are fellowshipping here tonight. For I say unto yep. you that except your righteousness, your righteousness exceeds the righteousness of the scribes and the Pharisees. Well, what were the scribes and Pharisees? They were hypocrites. Well, that's,
2: that's what I was going to ask you. How, uh, how did we measure them? Your righteousness has to surpass their righteousness which was not much, I suppose. Um, they were they were not talked about well in chapter 15, were they, by Jesus. He said, curses unto them, didn't he? And he, yep. he kind of described them. He described their unrighteousness, didn't he? That's right. So we have to surpass their righteousness, which is, we got to assume that's possible.
1: Well, exactly. Exactly. Not only do we assume that it's possible, it's a commandment, is it not? It sure looks
2: like it. If
1: you want to enter into the kingdom, then you better make sure that your righteousness exceeds that of the scribes and the Pharisees. So maybe in a future fellowship we'll do a message and we'll title it the righteousness of the scribes and Pharisees. Very good because Russell's Because Russell's question is, well, we're going to need to look at the righteousness of the scribes and the Pharisees to know how it is. If the scribes and the Pharisees, according to Christ, told them, told us and the record reflects that he said that they make twofold more sons of hell than themselves, they go about land and sea yeah. proselytizing. He said that they are... Uh, uh, they their their works are, are are wicked and iniquitous.
0: Um
1: yeah, you talk about I think you said Matthew thirteen, Matthew twenty three, uh, there's a litany of the righteousness of the scribes and the Pharisees. Well
2: so so what is the original word there for that word called righteousness of the Pharisees and the Sadducees?
1: what well, you want
2: it I you want the, it from that I didn't yeah, I don't know that they had any. Was he being facetious? Or was well, he saying... Uh, yeah, so. Was he saying they're so low, you got to be at least that high then?
1: <laughs> okay, in Matthew chapter 5, uh, the word righteousness is... Um, in the Greek, Dika Yos Une, Dika Dika it's number 1342. In a broad sense, the state of him who is, a, who is as he ought to be, righteousness, the condition acceptable to God. Um, The doctrine concerning the way in which man may attain a state approved of God, Uh, integrity, virtue, purity of life, rightness, correctness of thinking, feeling, and acting. In a narrower sense, justice. I
2: lost my mind. see any of this applying to the Pharisees or the Sadducees or or let me restate that Uh, they did not have a lot of righteousness
1: okay now I lost my window and I had to get it back up here in a narrower sense justice or the virtue which gives each his due. So,
2: in other so, words,
1: one is righteous when he does just what you said, he executes on the wickedness. Because oh. he has. Go ahead
2: we reap what we sow don't we
1: yeah
2: I could see a part of that in this Um, just I I was just thinking that that Sadducees and Pharisees I don't ever think of as being righteous he said unless you get to that level you can't enter the kingdom So
1: my well, you you well, you understand. You maybe you didn't understand. My title was the righteousness of the scribes and Pharisees. It was designed to get you. It worked. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) You see, Russell, you're the one who told me that I needed to do that. You told me that. I need to have those catchy names and titles that get people to scratching their head.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I said lay a trap and let me walk into it.
1: But, But, you know, when we take every one of these scriptures like this and we unpack it and stuff, and that's what you do is you kind of reverse it around in your mind, you know. You reverse it around in your mind and you say, okay, if I want to enter into the kingdom of heaven, Righteousness has something to do with scribes and Pharisees. And if I understand what scribes and Pharisees were, and I understand that he says that unless my righteousness would exceed whatever the scribes and the Pharisees were doing and were exercising, if I, if I can't meet that minimal standard, I'm, I, I'm not going to enter the kingdom. Now, whether uh-huh. this is a kingdom, whether this is a heavenly kingdom, or whether it is to tell us, and I believe that it is. In other words, how can we, just as you read in First Samuel chapter 8, how can we enter the utopia of a kingdom of heaven on earth? The only way we can enter that utopia of that heaven on the kingdom of earth or the kingdom of heaven on earth, the only way we enter that utopia is to exercise in accordance with the kingdom of heaven. It's not rocket science.
2: And It's very simple. Don't think about it. You judge others according to how you want to be judged. So it's okay to do the do capital punishment if you want capital punishment to come to you if you were to do such an abomin abomination. So that really you know, comes I in I mentioned. Law. Yeah,
1: I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt. Go ahead. It really sums up what well,
2: the whole essence of the law. you know, love you, love your your brother as as you love yourself. Your neighbor as yourself. So. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I I understand that to be a Christian brother, and and perhaps innocent. You think of the the uh, the Samaritan. I think he was helping an innocent somebody that was really down on their luck. He was showing Christian love. But uh, to continue. This is interesting study because we're learning the attitudes that we should be. Yeah. What should govern our behavior every day.
1: So I wrote down. Go ahead again.
2: I just said this is really profound. Simple. Beneficiary it's real you know we're not yeah it really is.
1: well you know so i wrote down he tells us the kingdom of heaven is at hand he tells us those of a contrite heart and spirit would have the kingdom of heaven He tells us the teachers of the law are going to be great in it. So we don't have the kingdom of heaven on earth because the teachers of the law are not great in the kingdom right now, are they? No. Those that would teach against the law or to break it are least in the kingdom. So if we want his and, and if we pray as he prayed the Lord's Prayer, and we want his will being done on earth as it is in heaven, then we're going to need to recognize a duty and a responsibility to be teachers of the law in the kingdom in order for the teachers of the law. To be great in the kingdom you see and so when
2: we so, look at yeah what gonna say what we've been taught is exactly the inverse of what we should be taught and what I mean by that is hey, this is not what this is not our world we're just passing through no this is our world what do you think we're doing just passing through oh no, we're Got to deal with this world. Quit acting like you're passing through it. Stand firm. Make a stand.
1: That's exactly it. That's exactly it. They're. It is the it is the mystery of the kingdom of heaven. The mystery of the kingdom to heaven to mankind is it mankind cannot understand that his dominion requires his dominion rule. Otherwise in this dominion, absent his dominion rule, there will be chaos. There will be oppression. There will be all of the things that make the poor in spirit and the downtrodden in spirit. I was giving you the, the six things that I jot. Actually, I got ten things down here. I don't know why I even said six. but. Um, those that do the will of the Father are going to enter into it. Um, Some, even doing works in Christ's name, would be cast out of it. You remember the scripture where he says, there will be in those days, there will be those that will say, Lord, Lord, did we not do many mighty works in your name? Did we even cast out demons in your name? And he's going to say, now, now, depart from me, you that practice lawlessness. That's pretty profound. And I don't think there's a lot of Christians that really accept the truth and the veracity of the truth of that statement.
2: Well, he just called out the deceiver didn't
1: he? Yeah.
2: What what you've been doing up to now is deceptive trade and practices act. You you've been putting on a show Shakespeare. I don't know who you are. You've been pretending you're one of my people. You've been acting like you're one of my people. But I don't even know who you are. Depart from me. Because what you actually do is you work lawlessness. You're a You adversary. work iniquity. Right. Yeah, you're, uh, you're, you're actually everything I can. You do everything yeah. I'm preaching a- against,
1: buddy. You're actually working iniquity. Um, Matthew, um, uh, 6, verse 9 is, is the, the manner in which we are to pray, he said. Chapter 7, verse 21 is, um, um, well, a good tree cannot bring forth evil fruit, Matthew 7, verse, uh, 18, a good tree cannot bring forth evil fruit. Now, it might be worth knowing that a tree often was emblematic in scripture of a man. A good man cannot bring forth evil fruit. Neither can a corrupt man bring forth good fruit. Every man that brings not forth good fruit is hewn down and cast into the fire. Wherefore, by their fruits you shall know them. Not everyone that says unto me, Lord, Lord, enter into the kingdom of heaven, but he that doeth the will of my Father, which is in heaven. Many will say to me in that day, Lord Lord, have we not prophesied in thy name, and in thy name have cast out devils, and in thy name done many wonderful works. and then I will profess unto them I never knew you depart from me you that work iniquity so you see in that scripture I just replaced the word tree with the word man go
2: well he's saying that I'm not buying your act no, it worked on a lot of people but it didn't work on Jesus. So that's what drove him to say, Get away from me. Just get away from me, you worker of lawlessness. You're the you're part of the problem. He just he just told him I'm not being deceived by your your uh one-act plays he would be a very hard critic on the movie stars wouldn't he?
0: yep
2: but we need to strive Matthew to chapter
1: 9 Matthew 9, um, verse 30. I'm sorry, Russell, go ahead.
2: Read 724.
1: All right, I'll back up, 724. Go ahead.
2: Therefore, everyone who hears these words of mine and acts upon them may be compared to a wise man who built his house upon the rock. He's telling you what. To yeah, do and
1: continue you on. Washed. Right. No. And if you don't want to be washed away like, if you don't want to be washed away like sand, then it's very clear.
2: Yeah, and then in twenty six, and everyone who hears these words of mine and does not change your behavior. Or act upon them, will be like a foolish man who built his house upon the sand. Floods came, and its rate was its fall. And this guy was teaching one who had authority. (laughs) that'd, That'd be a change in modern day church, wouldn't it?
0: Yep. Yeah. Yeah, well, it's funny so, that the letters, uh, the letters to all these, all all the churches. You know, they were constantly calling out each of the churches for doing such evil things. Even if they're wrong in one aspect of many, they all got called out for various things. And then today, we assume that we got it all figured out by now, right? Not doing anything wrong anymore yeah yeah and and and
1: who's who's left to rebuke the church you know mhm uh, if 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 the salt has lost its saltiness as we just read earlier too, and you enter into the church in order to tell them of the error of their way, and they cast you out um, you know then they're going to be the ones that are going to be saying there as in 722, oh Lord, didn't we do all this? Didn't we evangelize in your name? Didn't we ship Bibles around the world? Didn't we do all these many wonderful works in your name? That's a you know, that should cause every Christian to pause. And I don't say these things as if, you know, that I have some boast or anything. I say these things because that's what we're to be mindful of as Christians. And would to God, were we mindful of these things, we wouldn't be in the shape that we're in.
2: Well, actually, Doug, Jesus said them. You're just repeating what he said. So if somebody's got a problem. Right. And, And that's. Their problems with Jesus yeah and that's what that's
1: what yeah and but you know and and that's what that's what Christ said too is he said um, hey to uh, take the call you guys for right now I'm gonna mute out all right I gotta take a call quick uh-huh go ahead Isaac oh shoot I dropped it
2: Well, it's about five minutes till nine, or six to seven minutes till nine. Yep.
0: Do you want to hang out until he comes back? I imagine he's not going to be long.
2: Do you think it might be long or not very long?
0: I I think you'll probably come back. We can wait a couple of minutes. I suppose I'll just go ahead and read at uh, Matthew 5, 21. I'll start there. I'll just read through, and if you want me to stop on anything, just holler. Okay. So this section ah, goes on ahead. personal relationships. Yep, all right, Matthew 5, 21. You have heard that the ancients were told you shall not commit murder, and whoever commits murder shall be liable to the court. But I say to you that everyone who is angry with his brother shall be guilty before the court, and whoever says to his brother, You good for nothing, shall be guilty before the Supreme Court. And whoever says you fool shall be guilty enough to go into the fiery hell. Therefore, if you are presenting your offering at the altar and there and there remember that your brother has something against you, leave your offering there before the altar and go. First be reconciled to your brother, and then come and present your offering. Make friends quickly with your opponent at law while you are with him on the way so that your opponent may not hand you over to the judge and the judge to the officer and you be thrown into prison. Truly I say to you, you will not come out of there until you have paid up the last cent. So that's something kind of interesting that I have been noticing in my reading lately. I've come across two or three at least, uh, different scriptures that, uh, where God is admonishing, uh, Israel and Judah's behavior, and, and then in a couple of cases, he's, uh, he's saying that he's, he's making note of some groups that are. Uh, righteous and smaller groups that are righteous. And he says that some of the features of their righteousness or of, of these uh, towns, I think, is that they're righteous and there's judgment within them. I think the, the judgment within them is a really interesting uh, really interesting part of it. And I don't quite know what to take of it yet. Something that I'm sort of uh, trying to figure out. Because you know, we ask the question, "What is? What are we supposed to be doing? Uh, what are we doing wrong? What are we supposed to be doing? What is God's will?" And He tells us over and over throughout the Bible what His will is and what He wants us to do. Um, and that seems to be one of them. He's talking about righteous groups of people that have judgment in them or among them. So I want to I want to see what that means. Okay. I don't know the answer. I I don't have the answer right now. Uh,
2: Well, work on it. Maybe you'll have it next week. Yeah. Taking a note. All right. Uh,
0: Matthew 527. You have heard that it was said, you shall not commit adultery, but I say to you, that everyone who looks at a woman with lust for her has already committed adultery with her in his heart. If your right eye makes you stumble, tear it out and throw it from you, for it is better for you to lose one of of the parts of your body than for your whole body to be thrown into hell. If your right hand makes you stumble, cut it off and throw it from you, for it is better for you to lose one of the parts of your body but for your whole body to go into hell. 31. It was said, whosoever sends his wife away, let him give her a certificate of divorce, but I say to you that everyone who divorces his wife, except for the reason of unchastity, makes her commit adultery, and whoever marries a divorced woman commits adultery. Again, you have heard that the ancients were told, you shall not make false vows, that shall fulfill your vows to the Lord. But I say to you, make no oath at all, either by heaven, for it is the throne of God, or by the earth, for it is the footstool of his feet, or by Jerusalem. For it is the city of the great king. Nor shall you make an oath by your head, for you cannot make one hair white or black. But let your statement be, yes, yes, or no, no. Anything beyond this is of evil. That's a pretty interesting one.
2: Yeah,
0: that seems, seems to me to have a, have a lot of, replace a lot of, uh, well, I guess it, it seems to speak against a lot of the practices that we have today in modern society with the various contracts that we make. There's something interesting too. I was reading uh, in the New Testament, and it was uh, recently, earlier this week. And it was um, when uh, Mary was pregnant, and Mary and Joseph were betrothed, uh, and he found out that she was that she was pregnant, and he said that he was going to put her away, but uh, that he was going to divorce her. Um but he decided to do it secretly, right? So the law told him to do one thing. The law said, from my understanding, said that uh that there was one way to handle it, but he decided that he was going to handle it another way, handle it secretly. Uh until the angel came to him, right? I think the angel came to him and told him uh not to not to divorce her.
2: Well, I guess
0: we're, I'm gonna have to tell. This is the nine o'clock right. hour. Um,
2: you let me
1: yeah, I gotcha. Break? Yeah, that sounds good.
2: Sorry about. Sorry about that. I'm back in. Go
0: ahead, you guys. Lord, we right. thank. Ah, uh, well, for, Russell's getting.
2: Sorry,
0: go ahead. I was just going to say, Russell's getting ready to head out, so he was just going to say closing prayer. All right, sounds good. I'm with you.
1: To Russell.
2: Father, this country needs your help now more than ever. We need your help more now than ever. I pray that we would learn how to control our attitudes, how to be thankful. To you, for things that sometimes we complain about, Lord, give us strength, give us good health, give us protection against the evil ones of this planet. Father, I thank you for for tonight and these fellowships. I pray that they they teach us the correct way to live and act. Jesus, we thank you so much. We ask it, Jesus, in your very holy name. Amen.
0: Amen. Amen. Yeah, amen. amen.
1: Uh, Country needs it. Sorry about the interruption there. I got a little problem, and uh, I'm trying to get it corrected, so I had to bug out and try to Catch that call, but uh,
2: no, no. We'll Walls, keep working on it. Ox falls in the ditch, dig it out, Doug. Yep, <laughs>
1: that's right. <laughs> well, we've had a we've had a number of guests that have been joining, but uh, they kind of come in and out. Uh, one was doing quite a bit of chatting tonight, and it just wasn't. Um, it, it just, you know. It just it's a lot of stuff that you know sometimes doesn't make a whole lot of sense if you're truly trying to be productive, you know. Uh-huh. But um, so we
2: heard we heard that the family from Missouri is coming to Abilene in the within the next two to three weeks.
1: Uh, who's the family from Missouri? The the boys? Uh,
2: huh? Uh, no. no. No, not them. It's uh, what are they? What's their names? Um, As of one year age. Oh, uh, the Roseblooms. The Rose Blooms? Oh. Apparently, apparently, they've got some business in Abilene. Oh yeah. And uh, Cindy told me that uh, they'd thrown out the uh, thrown out the invitation, if we could go 143 miles east. They'd love that. With us, so sure. Uh, I
1: don't
2: don't know, uh, I don't know what we'll do, but I just could let you know that 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 could be interesting and it could be a waste of time.
1: Yeah, um, no, I
2: mean, it wouldn't waste the time for me because I'd make use of the time, it'd just be a short visit
1: sure right yeah
2: I'm really not interested in rehashing and defending and explaining you know I mean I don't mind once but having to defend the moves we had to make I'm very proud of what we did Proud in the sense that I think it honors God what I mean So, I'll keep you posted
1: on that. All right. Well, that sounds good. And
2: yeah, I think I
1: sent one email to her when she was kind of troubled with her husband's involvement yet. And, um, you know, obviously, it would have been nicer to have had the husband reach out. But he, he, you know, and I think I did respond because uh, you know, there were some troubled times, but I never got a response back, so, you know, I, I, oh. I can't, I can't do anything more that way if, if I can't, oh. if they don't want whatever help there might be or whatever, so, but they're, you know, I'm, I'm not a closed
2: door, I, you know, uh, um, you know. Well, I- I think there may be one of the children. Is she true age. Is she your age? Uh, Michaela 18. Michaela's 18. I don't know if you remember her. I I don't. I don't.
1: Yeah, I, I don't. I'm not sure. I'm not sure that I really. I, I'm sure that I probably know the roseblooms if I saw them. Um, but um, I don't. I don't know. I think maybe it was cindy that told me once who they were and tried to explain them to me is he kind of a taller fella you know six yeah. two three. two uh-huh. three yeah i think i might know of him and and i i really did enjoy talking with him and stuff but you know i i you know what what can i say too? you know like you said i i don't want to rehash all the stuff but at the same time, um, you know, if you're gonna to continue to be a part of that and so forth, um, you know, then okay, that's, that's their prerogative as well. And, uh, you know, but in the meantime, they cast off other people that haven't done anything, you know, and if they did do something, meaning me, then I'm supposed to be received, you know, with open arms uh, and brought back if I can be corrected. Well, nobody's ever once made any effort to correct any of the error or anything that they saw in me. Um, I just couldn't be trusted because, uh, you know, I couldn't I couldn't stand to be around the people that were sitting there acting like they were Christians and they're. Lying behind people's backs and and telling people that we got people dead to rights, all on video, and you know, I mean, the whole uh, gamut. So a provocateur wouldn't
2: look
1: like that, Doug.
2: Yeah. Listen, y'all have a good night's
1: sleep. All right, you too, Russell. And uh, make sure that you uh, you get everything right and get some some. Firepower, you know, backing up to make sure that the president is well protected because we don't, you know, we don't know who these people are that are protecting him. So it's quite likely that you know he's going to Texas and it's going to be a a Dallas JFK all over again. So uh, I
2: I yeah, I was just going to say you saw what they did to Scalia.
1: Yeah,
2: that was well covered up. Yeah. So, well, yeah, I guess we should pray for his safety, but
1: um, right now. All right. Well, well, we'll let you get going.
2: All right. We'll talk to you later. Good night. All right.
1: Sounds good. Good night. Good night.